the first day of noon, her Marty gave to me a one-sided news story. On the second day of noon, her Cassandra gave to me two Kia souls and a one-sided news story. On the third day of noon, her John gave to me three big rums, two Kia souls and a one-sided news story. On the fourth day of noon, her the Murbs gave to me four fighting hosts, three big rums, two Kia souls and a one-sided news story. On the fifth day of noon, her Steve gave to me five freeways and streets, four fighting hosts, three big rums, two Kia souls and a one-sided news story. On the sixth day of noon, her John gave to me six creepy comments, five freeways and streets, four biting hosts, three big rums, two Kia souls, and a one-sided news story. On the seventh day of noon, her Marty gave to me seven missing t-shirts, six creepy comments, five streets four fighting hosts three big rums two kia souls and a one-sided news story on the eighth day of noon her steve gave to me eight fucking duncan seven missing t-shirts six creepy comments five freeways and streets three big rums, two Kia souls, and a one-sided news story. On the ninth day of noon, her Cassandra gave to me nine shitty games, eight fucking duckin', seven missing t-shirts, six creepy comments, five freeways and streets, four fighting hosts, three big rums, two Kia souls, and a one-sided news story. On the tenth day of noon, her Marty gave to me ten listener emails, nine shitty games, eight fucking Duncan, seven missing t-shirts, six creepy comments, five freeways and streets, four biting hosts, three big rums, two Kia souls, and a On the eleventh day of noon, or the Murps gave to me eleven eps of bus on ten listener emails, nine shitty games, eight fucking Duncan, seven missing t-shirts, six creepy comments, five freeways and streets, four fighting hosts, three big rums, two Kia souls, and a on the twelfth day of noon, or Steve Owens gave to me twelve podcast blogs, eleven eps of bus, on ten listener emails, nine shitty games, eight fucking Duncan, seven missing t-shirts, six creepy comes, five freeways and streets, four fighting hosts, three big rums, two Kia souls, in a one.
we will see you next Tuesday. Thank you. Yay, so much. that was Send two hours. Nice. <laughs> wow, that was pretty epic. Welcome to the Noonan Podcast on the Smart Go Internet Radio Network. I'm a host. Uh, my name is Marty. I'm here with Cassandra, John Sylvain mm-hmm. with the muted mic, and Steve Kruger. All rum. Yes, all broadcasting. Huh? What? Podcasting what? remotely in our various pods. Um, how was everyone's Thanksgiving? It was good. I had a really good Thanksgiving. I got to talk to my son. He finally got over the fact that uh, uh, he was living with us locked up for six months, and uh, now he likes to talk to us again. So that was good. Ah. How was his orgy? I got a picture of uh, his team and uh, uh, the uh, stories that you guys have been inventing about the orgies that he's been having came to life in front of my eyes so uh, cool yeah it's uh it's it's been uh it's been rough as a father give uh did he give a girl a captain morgan no (laughs) what's that what is that again um uh you drink a lot of shitty rum and Uh, vomit on someone's dick oh yeah yeah yeah. i've done think i've done that to myself (laughs) that's a johnny walker (laughs) um and then how about you, you other two? What's your names? I hmm? don't know. Thanksgiving. It was good. Right. It was fine. I, uh, my brother was here. Um, and my roommate and the other people in our pod. So there was like six of us total, you know, really, really, uh, dancing on the line there of what was safe, I suppose. But everyone, you know, we're fine. And, uh, we all said what we were thankful for, and my brother said he was thankful for COVID. So that was cool and embarrassing for me. Why um, did he say that? Because it like got him to like basically quit his job and do something else with his life. Oh wow, that's interesting. What did you, do you want to talk about that or no? Nah. All right. Nah. <laughs> Steve, how was your duck? Scintillating conversation. I just don't know how to do it without sounding negative. Oh. You know? And I'm not here to bash bash my family um, on this oh, podcast, unless we want to talk about how my mom almost killed herself, in which case I will talk about that. Um, the second hour. Save it. Don't shoot your wad in the first 10 minutes. I can't. I can't. You can't shoot a wad? Mm-mm, no, I'm live. trying. <laughs> Guys don't like me if I can't start squirting. Pump harder. Pump harder? Pump with your fist. Pump it. Pump it. So that's you, how you make it shoot. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, I understand. How was your Thanksgiving duck? I had a very Chinese Thanksgiving. I was thinking of you the whole time. That's creepy. <laughs> that's that's not creepy at all. Chinese we loved you. Uh, we had salt roasted duck from a place in the inland not inland empire where where are all the chinese restaurants the san gabriel valley okay yes and i made uh, uh, shanghai soup dumplings awesome wow that was the response that i was hoping for oh, oh my god you need what <laughs> yeah you're amazing. That's a lot of work you're amazing you made them yes no did you eat them did you go to that asian Oh, you put John into a stroke. Uh, What's going on with everyone's internet right now? Hey, where is that Asian supermarket that you like so much? That I like? Hawaii Market. 
Yeah. Hawaii, Hawaii it's market. On it's the in corner, San Gabriel Valley. It's on the, yeah. It's on the corner of oh, okay. Valley and Del Mar on the southeast corner. What I would I do. I went to one in, for, Tokyo, in Little Tokyo recently. So. Oh, well, that's, that's not where a Chinese market is going to be, but. I think from Echo Park, you want to jump on the 101 South, no. take it to the five, and then jump on the 60. Although mm, the no, 10 is closed, the 10, mm -hmm. but, uh, the 10 is gacked up. Everyone seems to be driving in that area these days. Uh, all of my people? Just say it. Just say it. Just say it. Just say it. As I was, so we ordered it and we had to go wait in line because I guess people were actually walking into this restaurant on Thanksgiving and ordering food and then they would cook it and we'd have to wait like 10 minutes for each person but ours was like already done and stuff but so i was in this sh shitty like strip mall parking lot in alhambra i'm gonna say monterey park and um yeah, i don't want to sound racist but oh i can't help it how do i how do, I do this steve krueger and that okay just is so years ago a good friend of mine uh met my uh, then girlfriend who was half japanese and he said uh, does she have a white car? And I went, yeah, she does. And I, I don't know anyone with white cars. He said, yeah, Asians like white cars. And I was like, that's racist. And uh, we became the best of friends. And so I'm sitting in the parking lot. And I mean, it's like 90% white cars. Like, does and has anyone ever noticed this anomaly? Or is it just me? Of course. Yeah. I, I've mentioned it on the show at least a couple times. Yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> I don't think I've ever noticed that. Yeah. No, I'm, it was a, a revelation going to the San Gabriel Valley, coming from uh, white suburbia and seeing like just so many white Mercedeses and Lexuses. And they're and, nice cars. Like, I'm not saying they're shitty no, cars. No, they're, they're all like, white. Of all, it's a big deal. You know, then, price points. Yeah. And you've got signage that's all in Chinese. It's, it's a pretty intense experience coming from suburbia. Yes. But, yeah. So anyhow, how are you going to be racist again? this time well i was just saying that chinese or asian people like white cars which mm. is sort of racist but i'm standing there in a parking lot and it's all i am the only anglo-saxon and every, almost every car is white yeah does anyone have any insights uh chinese people come on like, twitter chinese people like white cars there you go but why so um clean look nice yeah why not why not it reminds them of white people. Ooh, <laughs> now, now it got now it got weird. I almost Sprinkling got a, white a little uncle gold. Uncle John. Uh, he makes it weird. So, John, what color is your car? Uh, it's what color gold. is your Kia Soul? It's gold. Oh, my Kia Soul's white. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and your wife is half Japanese. That's correct. Ah, Steve rests his case. I, wow. <laughs> I didn't expect that to work like that. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Um, yesterday. <laughs> told you they like white people. I'm glad we worked this bit, this she beat, does. This bit, bit out before we went on the air. This is great. Yeah. That really landed. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, you guys, honestly, word perfect. I like the fact that you guys memorized those lines so fast. It was like unbelievable. <laughs> the timing was good. Thank you. What are you drinking? There's fruit in it. Nothing if not professional. Me? Yeah. Uh, it is water and lime and bitters. Mm. I'm not Give drinking for two. I'm not drinking for two weeks. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. Braggy. So no. Um, this 
past week, like like we've been peaking in COVID oh, infections God. yesterday. There were over 2,500 deaths in uh, the U.S. We're just, things are looking not so great. And that's why my parents are going to hop on a plane this weekend, despite what I told them not to come. But uh, Where are they coming from and where are they going? China. They're, they're, they're going to China? No, no, they're coming here. They're coming to visit. Why, did you why don't they drive? Why why are they flying? They're old. Oh. How yeah. long is that drive though? Uh, six hours. Oh yeah, that's too much. Yeah. My dad can't. Is that when you know you're like officially old? Because like I can drive for like twenty eight straight hours. Driving is nothing. Well, my father, that's when you know you're old when you think driving is nothing. Oh uh, okay. My father. So gave, I'm old. Gave up his yeah. license uh, a couple months ago because Ooh. he he just was having trouble seeing. So he thought I don't want to. Yeah, it was. It was that's pretty... that's really re responsible of him. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really good. But my mother. A lot of people still... have too much pride to do that. Mm -hmm. Yes, or too stupid, or both. Yeah. I really, I literally had that conversation with my dad last week. Like, like, dude, you're look at you. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> while we're on the call, like, stand in front of a full length mirror, take your clothes off, yeah, click on all those shitty lights you got. Like, look at you. You can't fucking drive. You're a <laughs> thousand. You look like Gollum. <laughs> It's like like Gollum got a fucking masters. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, Dad. He so, he doesn't listen. That <laughs> does? No. Oh. Uh, here in LA, they show like, your compassion. And weird. I'm just gonna call you Mr. Compassion from now on. That's gonna be your name, Mr. Compassion. Have you guys been eating outdoors at any out outdoor restaurants? No, no, we don't. We don't go to restaurants. Yeah. I went to one in my neighborhood once. Yeah, well, in like LA parking lot. LA shut down all of them uh, except for in Pasadena. They kept them open, and people were just flocking to these Pasadena restaurants, mm. which is crazy. And uh, that's good marketing. Yeah, yeah. We're the only only sh uh, shop in town. Um, I think that people obviously are are suffering from. Uh, shelter at home fatigue, but also there's like this promise of a, a vaccine that mm. uh, that is around the corner. We've got uh, Moderna with uh, their vaccine, Pfizer with their vaccine. Both of them are going to be expensive and they have to be stored at super cold temperatures. And then there's the whatever, the AstraZeneca Oxford one, which is uh, should be Pfizer is two shots. Uh, yes, then those are both two shots. I, I don't know. Um, I think the uh, Oxford as Astro. They're not both two shots, just either. No, no, they're all two shots, I think. Um, I'm pretty sure. But mm, um, I don't think so. All right. I would be great if they were one shot. It would be great if they were cheap. The, uh, the Oxford AstraZeneca one, they're doing at cost. So they're not making a profit off of it, which is pretty awesome. And that will be the one that will help. Most of the world, they, they think that they can do like, uh, I don't know, like one and a half billion doses by the end of the year, uh, 2021, and probably similar numbers for um, the other two. So that, that basically vaccinates half the world. And then China was, will have a vaccine uh, and Russia has their supposed vaccine. But uh, would, do you guys have any hesitation to taking this vaccine? No, nope. I talked talk to uh, a, a nurse or a, actually an ultrasound technician, and she was nervous about taking a vaccine. I couldn't quite understand really why. Well, uh, 
I mean, it, it is, I mean, you don't, you don't know what the long-term effects might be because it's been studied for six months. So maybe in two years, it'll, you'll have to, you'll grow a tail if you get the vaccine. But, um, <laughs> I mean, everything that is in these vaccines is in other shit. Like there's not no, like that's, something that's brand not new. Exactly true. Some of these are based on new technologies. Yeah. The, the Moderna one and the Pfizer one are, are MRNA, uh, vaccines are the first of their kind and but it's still mrna it's like and it won't have any live um you yeah it's just m it's just messenger rna it's just gonna put a little bit of chemical in you that tells your body to do something yeah what could possibly go wrong so there is a lot of of hesitancy out there vaccination hesitancy I think something like, you know, 30 something percent of the population in the U.S. said that they it's coming from people who aren't even fucking first in line, like literally like shut up. Right. Right. Yeah. The hesitancy. People who are like literally like the last ones to even qualify. Right. Right. By that time, we will probably have a better sense of how um, effective it is and if there are any long or side effects, immediate side effects. But Steve, you would you would if it were right in front of you, would you just take it? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, but I've also like bought street drugs from a junkie and injected it into my body. So like, I, nothing's gonna kill me, <laughs> right, John? That's right. That's exactly I went over there, right. I got that. Uh, I drove up to New Hampshire. I got that uh, sweet, sweet uh, yeah. Manchester smack. It turns yeah. out that Kingston, my old hometown, is the meth capital of New Hampshire. Live free and mm. die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys know people who are anti-vax? Uh, I don't think so. Not My roommate doesn't want to be first in line. Yeah. She's a little nervous. I'll be. I'll take her space. I yeah. Yeah. So is she a front they were, line care hmm? worker? Is she a frontline care worker or anything like that? No, that's. I was like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. Mm, well, what you're not a doctor. Yeah. So they're gonna give him to doctor. Got to get up and do uh, some pickup reshoots for that Hallmark movie she was in. It's true. It's true. <laughs> really? Good memory. It premiered uh, a couple days oh. ago. Okay. Nice. Well, I have, um, notes. I have a lot of notes. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? My uh, note is, what the fuck is the Hallmark Network? Yeah. It's uh, the one, it's like called A Miracle on the Main Street. It's one of mm. their 347 Christmas uh, movies of the week. I'm sorry, excuse me, Once Upon a Main Street, I'm hearing. <laughs> oh, Once Upon a Main Street? I'm sorry. I'll, I'll I believe the sequel is already in development. Um, but uh, with it, uh, cool. Sorry, I forgot. I'm not doing trashy, trashy, and I can't get edited out. <laughs> Might fuck up my words. I have to like just sit in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're we're live. Baby. A lot of editing in that show. A lot of lots. A lot of, of cuts. A lot of. Lot it has to be because uh, oh, Patrick, Patrick Duffy's in that movie. I might, I might have to watch that. You should watch it. Yeah. She plays the waitress. Um, so frontline care workers. I think that by the time that they get to people like myself, we might have herd immunity. I'm still gonna get that shit. Yeah, but um, so many people will have it by then. I mean, if thirty yeah. percent of the population doesn't do the vaccine that would be problematic uh, luckily it's re- it seems to be very effective so far but if you know herd immunity only works if like 70 70% of the population or more is immune to 
the disease. Right, but think about it. If you got all the doctors and then everybody yep. in nursing homes, and right. then you have anyone who's considered essential worker, which that's going to be on a state-by-state basis, but that's a Preach. fucking shit ton of people. And then you get you everybody it. over 65. Oh, yeah. And then that's you get everybody right. with pre-existing conditions. Yep. That's probably pretty fucking close to 70% of the people. She's right. She's yeah. right. The math, the math Marty. checks out. The math checks out. I, I stand corrected. Uh, if, if you and get, I'm, well, the, it's fine. The day after could, you get you the vaccine, you stand corrected. Could you stay that way, please? What? what? Uh, the day after the you get your vaccination, are you going to go to a movie theater? No. Uh, I'm going to go find out where all the orgies are with oh, right, John's right, 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 right. Yeah, just follow him on uh, Snapchat. <laughs> You gotta act fast. Come here. I'm gonna give you a Mulholland Drive. Ooh, what's that? I don't know, but it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense, but you enjoy it while it's happening. Well, you'll walk in a sort of describe it afterwards. You'll walk in a windy, windy path for the next few days after that. (laughs) Tell me what happened. I don't fucking know. This is the work of a genius, I think, or an idiot. (laughs) I love that movie. This is popular. (laughs) No. I no, but everybody in Hollywood thinks it's brilliant because they're afraid to admit that they don't know what it is. What's Marty it? Liked it. Uh, David Lynch. Uh, I know. Meh. Meh. <clears throat> I got a, a. I heard from somebody I haven't heard from in four years or so, and they said, uh, "Hope you're well." Uh, kind of random. I'm now a consultant with Rodan and Fields, and I looked it up. One hundred percent. It's a multi-level marketing scheme. Mm. And uh, it's just made me so depressed. Uh, I mean, yeah. So basically, she wanted to know if she could talk to me about an opportunity. So um, send her my way. I love to talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. And they love to hear from you. Um, Did you guys? Rodan and Fields? Yeah. Yeah. These two dermatologists. I think they worked on. What was the. the the stuff that Jessica uh, uh, Simpson sold, pro something or other purses. What? Oh, proactive. Proactive. I think they were part of that. They're like super rich, but they basically they sell these. Like, you can become a consultant, which means you have to buy into it, and then you get money when you get other people to buy in to be consultants. So it's a money. It's a money pyramid. Basically. Yikes. I don't want to spend too much time on the website. They're probably going to start sending me targeted ads now. Yeah. Yeah. Just because we said it right now, like you're going to hear it, get it on your Instagram. Um, I feel like the Nexium cult was a multi-level marketing company just with more sex. Yeah. And volleyball. All the volleyball you can enjoy. Yeah. Adult did, summer camp. Did not see that coming. I mean, I it's sort of like a they sort of gamify it, right? They try to get you to, to like get into it. And like, just this, this friend's language just sounded so, you know, I'm a Marketing. consultant. Yeah. Oh, it's just so, and we're having a big sale. It's like, oh, mm. she's, we are having a big sale. Join us. Um, yeah. It's a bummer. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. But also like, I don't know what her situation is. These are crazy times. I don't know what, you know, what, People have to do to to get um, to stay afloat. So I'm. I'm this yeah. segment brought to you by Proactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh just, yeah, Marty bought in. Yeah, yeah click, I just click, I bought fifty thousand units. Yeah, click the link below. 
<laughs> for a special one-time offer. Um, so, uh, did anyone watch? Did you guys all watch Queen's Gambit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody did, apparently. Yeah. Did you like it? All of Earth watched it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I, the the ending I didn't love. The last, I guess, one and a half episodes. Um, it's just like the first three are stronger than the back three. Yeah, and there are seven. Yeah, and hmm. basically, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, if you have a a gay friend and a black friend, they'll come save you. And like, this isn't just, it, isn't that that's why that's am I befriending gays and blacks then? I What's know. The, they're not Deus Ex Blackamas and Gamus. <laughs> they don't save you oh in my the God. end. There we go. All right. Oh Deus boy. Deus. There's the title of the show. All right. I got to go. All right. You've done your duty. Bye. <laughs> hey, good, good job. That's a, the earliest out for Steve so far in all these years. Uh, yeah, I was. I was really into it for like three or four. Like I'm like I'm in. Like I want to. Like how small the world is, mm-hmm. even though it's like crazy and weird, but it's just like. It's a girl, and she's dealing with immediate characters, not like cutting away to anything. But yeah, the end was felt like a Cobra Kai episode, like, yeah. and she beats him. Like, of course, she beats him. Right, right. And I wanted to see her have sex with the Benny Benny guy again. Guy. Which one was Benny? The kid from Love Actually, all grown up. Yeah, the scorch. What, uh, the, can you? The oh my one. god, that's the guy from. He yeah. looks exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. But he's the hot, the hot guy. No, he had a hot, hat. Uh, not had like the hat and actual good-looking guy. The one with the hat and the facial hair, like the really yeah. good chess player with the speed chess. With a yeah. wait, was in New York. Oh yeah, the New York. Yeah, he's fucking mm. like David Spade and a hot squirrel got together and made a hot baby. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh, he's so lean and spade-like, but like yeah, so kind of he's a squirrel. The it's kid like, in Love Actually. Yeah, DJ Squalls oh, yeah. meets David Spade, and that's you get that. <laughs> the guy. other love interest, the guy that has his teeth fixed for her. Yeah, the guy mm. from uh, Harry Potter. Oh, that's where I know from. Yeah, okay. so many of them were British. Yeah, that's how it is these days. Um, what was that? I enjoyed him a lot, but like just from like a casting visual perspective, her eyes are so, so fucking far, far apart, apart. And his, are and so his eyes together. are so close together. <laughs> and when they would like cut back and forth, I was like, I, I get dizzy. Like, yeah, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Christ. It's like the spectrum. But, but I mean, he's, think- he's almost like got one eye. Like they are on top of it. And hers are like, they're fucking like, she's fucking beautiful. But, but do you think they that, are like, far apart? Don't you think that she's like a, a huge element of why we, we kept watching it like there's something very captivating about about that's a watching great it. voice yeah uh she was uh, raised in venezuela interestingly um oh i thought she was irish she might be but she oh, was uh, raised in venezuela. no she's i thought she was argentinian oh no one knows maybe argentinian we'll never know uh but she it's crazy to think like she's starred in a bunch of movies like that and she seems okay. relatively unknown but you know she was in the witch she was in those two m night oh she was in the witch. that's where i know her from yeah she was in the two m night Shyamalan films that's where i don't know her from right 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 and then she was in one called the black coat's daughter which was uh directed by tony perkins's son i think oz perkins um yeah so she's like she's been a movie star i guess on you know a lower level but we'll break out can i read you all right, so Anya Josephine Marie Taylor Joy was born in Miami, Florida, 
the youngest of six children. Her mother is African Spanish English, and her father is Scottish Argentine Argentinian. She lived her whole life between Argentina and England. Oh, Argentina. Her father was an this is, this is the sentence I wanted to get to. Her father was an international banker, but gave it all up to race motorboats. <laughs> And yes. sell for Rodan and Fields. It's an interesting way of saying he made a lot of money and retired. Uh, I mean, what, yeah, gave I, it all I gave, up. I gave it all up to race motorboats. Right. I could not get a sponsor, John. <laughs> I, know. I gave it all up to race. I go to the regatta every late, weekend. They're like, you got to have a boat. You got to if you want to race in the regatta, you got to have a fucking boat. You cheesehead. I, I gave it all up to race an inflatable two person like whatever boats. Yeah, I I gave it all up to masturbate. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're living the life. That's right. Wow. So yeah, uh, Cassandra, you were right. Argentinian. Great. Yeah. Thanks. So you're done too. She gets, so she now gets it's a just point. Me and John. Me and John. What's the, what's the score? <laughs> uh, so, bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. You won. So I also watched. Uh, on the Netflix Hillbilly Elegy, directed by Ron Howard, Little Opie. Hi, yeah. So glad that he finally he finally made it big. You know, mm -hmm. he finally, finally. Wait, brother of Clint Howard? Yeah, Howard. That's true. He didn't Less know. Yeah. brother. He finally, he's trying to work out from under his brother's sh uh, shadow by directing things uh... like Hillbilly Elegy. Uh, it stars hmm. Amy Adams as a drug addicted mom to a guy who goes to Yale Law. Based on a true story, Glenn Close is in it, and it, she's playing Robin Williams, playing Popeye in it. Oh my god, she was, she was <laughs> awesome. She was great, and then you see the actual no. no, then you see the actual grandmother, and you're like, it's, oh, I don't give a fuck. Spin image. I thought she was great, but oh, the movie was, that was horrible. The movie is not good. Now, why didn't you think the movie was good? Because it, it's all about addiction and dealing with uh, him, th this boy, like. It's all in flashbacks and flash forwards. And oh, yeah, I was not enjoying the flashbacks for the play. Uh, I thought Glenn Close, I thought the writing was ridiculous. I think the, the problem with that kind of story where someone has to overcome an addiction, it's like it's not a real character arc. Like it's a it's a cheap ploy. Like she got off the drugs and of course it affected other people, but it's like it's just not interesting. It, and also, there's an amazing documentary about hillbillies called The Wild Whites of West Virginia. Yeah, I just watched that recently. That is great? the greatest fucking movie yeah. ever made by a human Unbelievable. being. That guy can dance. Yeah. And they're like, she's fucking snorting oxy after, right after she's given birth to her kid and they're filming it. Like, it's like the real deal. And there's a redemptive arc and all this I stuff. Mean, this and I'm like, is based on a true story. Yeah, but that was my complaint about it is because I, perhaps I've watched The Wild Whites of West Virginia too recently that I haven't seen this whole uh, Hillbilly movie because I just I, I was like, no, this is too silly. I need to watch it when I'm ready to take in something bad. But like they're missing the the beauty of really like committing to those types of. People. Yeah, they were they were like whitewashed, even though they were white people. Right. Yeah, everyone was like going through like the most, and I'm like, no one, no woman like Glenn Close's character has this much correct advice. Right. Like right. that's just not. Every how gun of Terminators. Out. First Terminators are bad. Terminator. Second Terminator is. A good, and I'm like, what, what did did someone write this on the plane ride over to make the movie? Like, yeah. What the fuck yeah. is and, she and, talking about? And the other thing is like. Every this poor boy, every time he's with his mom, it's just all about just nonstop, like 
him suffering while his mother is injecting things and he's trying to knock needles out of her hand and whatever. It's just like, it, it's just- like, That's not how it works. It's not how it works. And then like he has no points of joy. And I compared, I, I was thinking about it relative to The Queen's Gambit because there's, that's a show. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's not real, but it's based, there's a lot of addiction there. There's a, a relationship with his, her mother who has an addiction problem. And they, even still, they have these moments where they genuinely connect and like, you're like, oh, they find joy, even though they're not living the perfect lives and they have problems. The, the episode where they go to Mexico City was so good. It was great. Mom, I mean, and I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, like this is what the show should be. And, yeah. and that's good old Ronnie Ron Howard was just like, well, we'll just show how li- tough their life is. Right. And we'll put some cheesy music underneath it. And, and that, that's the thing. Mom, like, you got to stop doing the drugs. Like, people- but I love the drugs. People in like no, sorry, <laughs> that kid is in the backyard playing in shit. Like it's right. not having anything to do with the mom. I know people like this. That is not real. Right, right. Fuck you, Ron like, Howard. Basically, it's everyone's natural inclination to try to have to to find joy in whatever situation there are. They're they're in, and it was just him just getting pelted by you know, poop and whatever, just like just constant suffering. And it just was not at all convincing. I think I tapped out when he was at Yale and he went to that like dinner where he met prospective uh, law firm owners. And one of them was like, where are you from, son? He's like, well, Ohio, but I grew up in the hauler. And they're like, oh, well, they're rednecks there. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no one says that. What? Yep. You're just doing it to show. He's like, oh, we're not rednecks. Like uh, it's, it was written by someone who's been like as far south as Maine. Yeah. And I think that relationship between like goes to West Virginia yeah. once watches discovery mm-hmm. channel. I, I know I was on the Wikipedia now. page for almost an hour. Right. Right. Find me the yes. dirtiest, most rundown house and then build a rep- replica on the soundstage <laughs> and we'll shoot there. I want this to feel like a, a moonshine drink that I had at a speakeasy once in Lower Manhattan. Mm. Do you remember? Just from do you like remember, a filmmaking uh, standpoint, I I hated the way it was photographed. It was like lots of handheld. It was like frenetic. Oh, it's and gritty. Like, no, just it, put the like. It's gritty. It, it was gritty, but Ron Howard no, has the grit of silken tofu. Like he's not. This is the wrong <laughs> fucking. He should do something about goofballs who live up and look like him and his brother and work in Hollywood. I don't know. I don't know. The wrong, totally, like, like Harmony Corinne should have made this movie. John, what like, were you going to say? Oh, my God. I was going to make a joke about the Dukes of Hazzard, but please don't. Please don't. Oh, come on. It, yeah. That's too soon. Too no, soon. the time was never there. Yeah. I <laughs> they had a Confederate flag on that car. <laughs> what? Yeah. On the Dukes of Hazzard? Oh, my God. I had no idea. You're right. I'm looking at the. That's a Confederate flag right on the top. Oh. Yeah. Fucking hillbillies. Yeah. Uh, I bet they never took. They never smoked meth. <clears throat> Bo and Luke. Ma, you got to get off the drugs. I got to go back to Yale and become a lawyer type person. <laughs> I can't get off the drugs. I like the drugs too much. It was like a lot just yelling and screaming. You think I'm not trying? I've tried to get off the drugs, but I like the drugs so darn much, Ma. What? <laughs> I think the oxy got the best of you at the end there. I said I can't get, get off the drugs, man. Nope. Not. Didn't. No. Didn't get, well, well, let's put a pin in it. We'll come back in the morning when you're sober. Yeah. 
anyhow, um, fuck that movie. Yeah, fuck that movie. <laughs> and uh, fuck Glenn Close. Those fucking glasses. I, I would have gone. No, no, back, back to fucking. Nope, nope. That's you are doing glasses acting. Back to the fucking glasses trailer. acting. Let's, let's look at some other options. Oh my god, I. I once booked. Nope. 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 I once booked a commercial. I had these vintage glasses, and then I I went to the fitting, and then like the dresser or whatever was giving me all these like glasses and whatever. And then the director was like, No, where are his glasses? And I was like, Oh, I see. That's why you hired me. So I was the glasses guy. And that's where I learned that. And I passed it on to Glenn Close. And then she clearly Mm. put it to good use. I gave her my glasses and that's what is glad I don't because I haven't seen it. It's glasses acting where you wear glasses down here and it kind of like is your personality. Well, they were also like gigantic and they were like the ones you get for a dollar at they a were like like yeah at, these at a gas station. Rims. Like yeah. yeah. No one in the whites of West Virginia wearing glasses. There it's just like stop. She's just and her hair was fucking crazy. And she's she's smoking two cigarettes at the same time. Like I, I love to smoke. My character smokes. There are three kind of terminators. Like oh my god, she's giving fucking. There are three kinds of blank speeches early in the movie. I went nope, I'm done. And you know what I did do? I went and watched Thugs of Hindustan. <gasps> what? Oh, Tyson Whoa. Tyson just had and, an orgasm. You just and I literally Tyson almost bailed orgasm. on this podcast tonight because I only got through half of it. I started it late. Oh, last you started night. like three weeks ago, and and uh, I loved it. I'm so into it. It's perfect. It's exactly what I needed right now. It is just dripping with cheesiness. I love it, but in a fun way. Thank you, Tyler or T- Taylor uh, Tyson. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! <laughs> No, Tyson feels terrible about his order. And now we lost our last listener. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> can you, Tyson, can you, can you edit so that sorry. part out? I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Screaming yeah. into no, the abyss it. now. Yeah. I'm gonna flash him a. Uh, I'm gonna a, watch it. I'm gonna watch the uh, the back uh, three hours of it tonight. Uh, I I saw this movie called Run on Hulu. Have Very good heard, movie. Have you heard about mm. Run? Mm. It's ironically titled because it. there's so, no running on the ad for it. Oh, yeah. So you saw it then. Mm. Uh, no, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, I'm gonna spoil it a little bit. It's just a, a, about Munchausen by proxy, a, a, a child who is growing up, and her mother. She finds out that her mother, Nurse Ratchet, um, what's her name again, the actress. Say that again, Sarah Paulson. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah Paulson. Paulson. Yeah, uh, is Sarah Paulson. Yeah, it's Sarah Polly. Um, Sarah Paulson is uh, keeping her um, sick and in a, in a wheelchair and like this, the, the protagonist, she's just, uh, she's very good uh, and she's really good. And I'm just like, wow, she's really good in a wheelchair. And it turns out she is in a wheelchair in real life. And it's like the first like starring role in a feature. <gasps> yeah. It feels a little bit gimmicky for sure. Uh, but she's, she's, great in the role didn't they just do this like with patricia arquette and joey king oh, like they mm-hmm. just did this premise oh mm-hmm. well this is more of yeah. a thriller it's also in the politician sort of uh yeah it's, it's it's more of a thriller about her escaping um and you know it's this tight the, the guy who directed okay. it he directed um that one with john Cho that was all done in social media or whatever all in, done in screens like uh searching um better luck tomorrow no searching no yeah. unfriended nope searching 
called searching. Unfriended. Nope. Um, Fantasy Island? Uh, Blumhouse's uh, Fantasy Island? No, that's Jimmy Ao Yang, you, you racist motherfucker. Uh, we have some terrible delay going on here, so I apologize. Agreed. But uh, anyhow, uh, it it felt a little bit gimmicky, but she was great. So, but I guess it begs the question: Should people uh, should if you have a, a character in a wheelchair in your script, should you like? Is is this if casting an able person, you know, a walking? Uh, uh, an ambulatory person in that role is that um is that akin to blackface it's getting there so where, where's the line uh it's funny I, I it moves it's not written it kind of is flowing but uh like yeah you should always look for an actor who is in a wheelchair if the character is written as in a wheelchair like why not they they can act right yes yeah do you remember in um in facts of life they had uh, that one actress who had cerebral palsy and she was great yes yeah and then like i look I, i'm involved in a thing with a guy who was incorrectly diagnosed with special needs and we're like trying to do a show about his story and so we want the cast to be special needs teens and i've been like talking to agents and stuff and like I have learned to really pause before I speak because, you know, like I'm like, I got to think whoa. about <laughs> that's new. Well, uh, you know, I'm talking to someone who represents special needs talent and I'm like, so are and I got to like really carefully declare what I'm trying to say without being offensive because it's very easy for me to be offensive. But I, I had lots of questions like, how you know. Are there issues with hours working and you know, like I, I got I got kind of schooled, like, oh yeah, I didn't really like it's some woman in, in London who has this management company and her her talent is everywhere. But um yeah, I I'm like one hundred percent you should try and use someone of, of special needs if that role calls for it. But then again, I love Leonardo DiCaprio and what's eating Gilbert Grape, and he's he's doing he's doing special need face. Isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it was the last it was his last great role. Whoa, John. Oof. Well, you didn't like the uh the aviator? Leo like Blood that. Diamond, I rest my case. Uh, or like Wolf of Wall Street or like what did he win the Oscar for? I don't the know. The one where he's getting attacked by a wolf or a bear? Oh, the revenue. Yeah. You know what, John? He's never been in a the uh, a comic book movie he's never been in like a sequel a sequel he's television he's show like, a television show he's like the last golden silver spoons he was in silver spoons since he got hot yeah i guess he was on growing and what made him hot growing pains right no gilbert gilbert great oh yeah right he was hot yeah when he's in that tub all naked just was that before titanic yeah. yes I could have drowned it, Gilbert. I love that scene. He's just sitting there shivering. I could go at any time. I could have drowned it, Gilbert. Downhill for both of those guys ever since that movie. Oh, Johnny uh, Depp's, he's doing his best. Hey, can you can someone, possibly a woman, explain to me this Johnny Depp uh, ex-wife thing in London? 
Amber Heard. Whole, Amber Heard. Like I, I, I have no idea what's going on. Okay. Oh, she got all excited and sat up. So, okay. Right. I have a and then, I have and a then deck. we'll move on to Britney Spears' <laughs> uh, emancipation, you know. First of all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she's getting her notes out. <laughs> this is not a bit, guys. This is she literally it's has a deck she's loading it up. Yes. Uh-huh. She's um, it's the most excited she's ever been in this podcast. From what I understand, um Amber Heard accused Johnny Depp of like hitting her. And beating her and all kinds yes. of stuff and like had during a bunch me of- too or before, before. Uh, like before but like uh, I don't know it was all around the same time okay. it, it happened for a while okay so then everyone's like well fuck you Johnny Depp mm. like whatever but then it's like he's Johnny Depp so he kind of skated through it because everyone's like Amber Heard's a little crazy um, she has a reputation for being a little <laughs> and um, then it was revealed later Johnny Depp was like. We got divorced because she took a shit in my bed. <laughs> and I think that's uh, a Captain Morgan. <laughs> yeah. No? yeah. No, that's an you Amber Heard. Captain Amber Jack Heard. Sparrow. <laughs> Jack Sparrow. You <laughs> shit in his bed. <laughs> Captain Morgan. And take $35 million, a $35 million dump. Yeah. Uh. So all the like bruises and all that kind of stuff. Like she would hit him too. Like they would physically fight each other. Um, But yeah, then she took a shit in his bed and he was like, I don't like this. And then he released phone calls and in the phone calls, like they both sound like idiots, but she sounds like a fucking lunatic. So then that was like really bad for like the the one where she said like, I'll pretend you hit me or something. She's yeah. She said something along those lines. So then, that's why it's bad for the Me Too movement because everyone's like, okay, well, Amber Heard was lying. Or who else? I think lying? they're both just like they deserved each yeah, other. They're in both a certain like cuckoos. Way. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's, that, it's a fun celebrity gossip. Yeah. It's not fun for them, but and, fun for me. Oh, wait. So, but so he, he sued her for libel and lost. No, I don't. No, he lost. Um, Right, but he sued her or I, I, something like that. But he lost in the court of uh, in court, and then he got cut from that scintillating whatever movie series with uh, the, the 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 Pirates the anti- of Penzance too, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, the anti-trans uh, beast, uh, beast of beast of all nations. Yeah, anti-trans. Uh, J.K. Rowling, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. That, uh, the beasts thing. of the you should not worry about where people want to lie on the spectrum and really like get some moisturizer just she's got like a she's got real ruddy skin just jk rowling yeah just she's make, rough make good moves she's turning into a witch she looks like silly putty that you're pushing your knee through all right all right Steve. come on <laughs> i mean i'd still fuck her but you know she has huh? silly puttyitis all right don't don't be <laughs> john you know what silly putty is right yeah, I just imagine I've stretching never... it and pushing your knee. So it's like the shape of a face, but it's all like Wait, sticky and you're... tacky. Okay, right. she she looks rough. Okay, don't worry about whether a person wants to identify as a man or a woman. That's God. I wish she would just shut the fuck up. You know, like she didn't need to do anything. So Brit- she's right up there with uh, yeah. who's the idiot who said I don't like to eat pussy in an interview. It's DJ Khaled. It's like, yeah, like just shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. It's so easy to shut the fuck up. Like it requires keep your bullshit to yourself. Little effort. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, but what about Britney's uh, conservatorship? <laughs> what? 
Oh, well. That, that's a segue. Well, no, I'm you know sure. what? I don't think that Britney, I think someone does need to be in charge of Britney Spears. I don't think it should be her shitty dad. Oh, yeah. But I can't, I can't, I don't know enough to weigh in on it. You are outside that's the cool. courthouse like every fucking day. I saw what? you. You were outside her, the courthouse every fucking day with those signs. <laughs> Free oh, that Britney? was for different reasons. Oh. <laughs> different Britney. That was for my TikTok channel. Yeah, that is different not Britney who needs off. freedom. Not um, going good. Not going good. <laughs> I keep going out there and trying to protest. Seven followers. Very bad. <laughs> I actually, I actually had uh, uh, jury duty when uh, when that was uh, first happening, like uh, ten years ago. And the were place you on the just... court? Nope. Nope, I didn't even get on a court, but it was kind of exciting to arrive in the morning and have all the paparazzi there mm. and be like, I'm going in because I'm officially supposed to be here and then sit in the, the dumb room for a long time and uh, not have anything happen. Hmm. Ah, good story, John. Thanks. I'll oh, shut up. Again. Hey, you, you got you it. Hey, buddy, you tried. You got, you <laughs> got yeah, your brain and you swung with your little limp wristed, weird downward swing. And that guy was just throwing meatballs over the plate. You could have knocked any of them out. But you know what? You tried. Thanks. Yeah. You tried. And that's all that matters. Little John. Get, you tried. Get my trophy. <laughs> get, get my trophy now. Yeah. Yes. Everyone gets a trophy here. Mm. So uh, Elliot Page was in the news today. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Steve, do you want to take that one? Ellen Page is uh, fuck. I'm not going to say it correctly. Oh, Ellen Page. No, Ellen Page is come out as trans and oh. is now known as Elliot Page. Yeah, his, oh. his Which pronouns I did, are I he. I could they. not see that shift in name. I did not see that coming. Yeah. I would have gone with Fitzcarraldo. Yeah, come on. If you <laughs> if you get to change <laughs> your name, like do something fun and like you know, yeah, but. Whatever. We're really criticizing that choice. I mean, feel like if it's close enough to their original name, it's kind of I, just like I, a nice call. You call yourself but, whatever you want. Yeah, she's That's got true. all that. She's got all, or he's got all that monogram stuff. So uh, the to, EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got to protect that. And yeah. Edgar didn't have the same ring, so <laughs> no. That's a that's a guy who eats paste or makes great movies. Um, <sighs> good for him. Enjoy yeah. life. It's very short and it's over before you know it. And Fuck everyone complaining and co- Wait, get... are people complaining? I don't know. Who knows? Well, I, well, I just I, imagine they are. It's the internet, of course. Everybody's yeah, the complaining. Internet. Trump's going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. My my last uh, hurrah is gonna be an executive order that turns uh, him back into Ellen Page. I loved her in that film. Uh, Juno, that my favorite Juno, movie. I love Juno. My favorite director, Diablo Cody. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite actor, Michael Sarah. Wonderful actor. I'm a big Sarah Best head actor. <laughs> Tremendous. What happened to him? I don't know. Scott Pilgrim was the end. That was the last thing you did. It was watchable. I'm so looking forward to the end of of hearing the imitations. But yeah, Mm. I mean, I I, I, (laughs) those were imitations. (laughs) He's going to have to die first. No, he ain't going anywhere, buddy. He's just getting warmed up. But I I think it's amazing. And just for to be so like thrust in the spotlight of Hollywood for so long and to, to make uh, like such a dramatic change, that's got to be terrifying. So, uh, yeah, good for him. And you know what, man or woman, I still want to fuck it. So let's go. It, no, fuck them. His pronouns are he or they. Okay. I know, but you know, because I said both he's married. So I think it's grammatically. No, no, think about it. Yeah. I'd fuck him. All right. Good. There we have it. (laughs) 
I'll send him the tape. <laughs> so I saw this thing online and it said um, there's two people who don't like broccoli. One person has never had broccoli and they don't like it. And then the other person has tried broccoli and they said they don't like it. Which one of the two is wrong? Which one of the two is wrong? That's an interesting or, question. Are either of them wrong? Hmm. That's a really hmm. interesting question. It relates to knowing whether you're gay or straight. If you've had gay sex and you're like, mm, I don't like it. Is that somehow straighter than never having gay sex and saying, I'm, I don't want to have, I don't like gay sex. I've always wanted to fuck broccoli, but I've never wanted to eat it. So mm -hmm. I don't know where that puts me in this thing. So I think that, you know, sexuality is a spectrum and definitely you found your spot on. I'm more of a Romanesco guy. You know, I'm oh, somewhere geez. between broccoli and a cauliflower. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You love that I mean, you Star know. Wars. Uh, the John Force Awakens. Uh, well, uh, I think that you should really seriously, at least seriously consider it and you should at least make out with some men if you're a man. Just to I know. Have, yeah. And I know. I don't understand why women find men attractive. Men are, are hard to kiss. Yeah. I'm not into the stubble, you know? No, it's very rough. And then, then, you, then, then the rest of it is all kind of smelly and hairy. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But John, think about it. Like, you know how to pleasure your penis. Like, you and your penis are intimately connected. And imagine like having that knowledge, but then you're going down on a guy so like, oh, I, I know. I started jacking up this guy with a head of broccoli and he like kicked me out. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. I mean, you have the equipment that the man has. So I would think you would be able to like, you know, it's like when girls do stuff, you're like, that, that, that's there's nothing there. What are, you, what are you kissing over there for? Like, just go back to the <laughs> there's a little triangle underneath the bottom and you just like, I've never really had that experience. Oh, really? No. Oh. I've always been like, well, that's fine. Oh, that's good, too. And yeah, I like that. Yep. Mm -hmm. No, I like it all. I always think while I'm getting it, like, if I were down there, what would I do? Oh, I'd suck my dick so good. I'd well, Steve, I think there's a difference between you and me. I think there is a spectrum, and maybe you're on a different part of the spectrum than I am. Mm -hmm. There's the, Maybe. That's a really wide spectrum there, if you're including Steve. God there's bless us all. guys and girls who are both good and bad at eating pussy. So mm. doesn't totally matter sometimes. Yeah. Just but, but can't you like show at, at least someone of your same uh, sexual gender, whatever your se sexual organ makeup, like this is really the good way to do it. Like showing like someone who Who's is the same gender as you. Yeah. I'm just yeah. not that flexible. I can't. What are you saying? Hard to get you down. Reach there. your own dick. <laughs> oh. I can't. No, I can't. Can you? I used to. Kevin used to. <laughs> if I if I could, I'd never leave the house. Hmm. Hmm. So people hmm. always say, and then at what point do you go? Wow, I've been sucking my own dick for a while. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I should some sunlight. Get some, get some milk. Or something. Uh, yeah. Hydrate. Know. Hydrate. I don't know. Should I go? No, it's true. <laughs> There would be a point in about about 15 minutes in and then you go, mm -hmm. ah, well, why did I do that? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> oh, John. 
I'm sending this to your son. You just like you don't understand. You've forgotten why it was what was the big deal? What, now and I why did I take my own hand and hold it over the back yeah. of my head to make <laughs> yeah, sure? Exactly. Like I yeah. could have just finished. I think I strained my, my back, and now I just want to take a nap, <laughs> oh and I don't understand God. what the big deal was. <laughs> and someone get me some water. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, I mm. I just want to lie here, but my <sighs> I'm so salty. Hmm. 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 Uh, all right yes. come on Christmas, babe i've been everybody. eating pineapple all day like wait who am i talking to why i'm <laughs> just like in a mirror and you're like i didn't <laughs> eat any pineapple today. no no i've been eating nothing but pineapple it's gonna taste okay damn i've got dick sucking lips mm. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to get a reputation as i like to suck dick <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna think i'm crazy but i don't know i like to do it <clears throat> Anyhow, Godspeed, Elliot Page. <laughs> hey, Elliot, you you done things don't work out with your wife. I don't know what's going. What are they? <laughs> wife? R- ring me up. I'll I'll take you around Atwater Village. We'll have fun. Oh, that's we'll nice. We'll go for a bike ride. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> we have one email, and if it's only one, I'm not going to read. I'm not going to play that. The mail sack song. So, if you want to hear the mail sack song done by our very own, uh, or mixed by our very own uh, Tyson Saner, send in emails. This one is from Peter W. G. from Connecticut. Hi, Peter W. G. Yes. New email. Last week's podcast must have been shitty if you guys didn't get any emails. Um. So he starts off with, now that you've gotten the Mickey Mickey voices over with. <laughs> Not over with. Just, <laughs> oh, just warming up. Oh. Smurps. <laughs> oh. First of Jeez. all, I wanted to say fantastic work on Buzzsaw 2. It was everything and more, and I loved listening to it as one long app. That was so much fun. I'm so, so looking forward to doing that again. Uh, when is second, uh, what's the uh, what's going on with that? Uh, second, I just wanted to say thanks for the congratulations on my engagement. Even if Marty forgot to hit record, are we recording, Marty? Uh, yeah, Yeah, I think so. Um, have you checked anyway? Uh, right before the whole engagement thing, we also became first-time homeowners. So suck my big fat FICO score. Congratulations. Awesome news. Peter. Nesting in Connecticut. Love it. Uh, thirdly, since the event industry is dead, I've been unemployed since basically uh, I saw you last. I've started a third or fourth career change and I'm currently enrolled in immersive software engineering school because apparently no one wants a project manager with no certification school, which brings me to my softball. As a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, you know, besides, oh. besides a merp. Uh, thanks as always, and I swear I'll listen live someday. Peter WG. Peter, so great to hear from you. Good luck with the, the software engineering school. That's tough going. Um, so to his question, what did you want to be when you grew up? What did you want to be when you grew up? I want to be a boy. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I want. I wanted to be a rat. Better let me have day. A real boy. I uh, I wanted to be an astronaut. What about when oh, you were John. in junior high? Huh? What'd you say? Junior high. Yeah. What What about then too? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 
And then I wanted to be a physicist. And then when did that? When, 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 you I, when I took physics at the college level and realized, well, when I got to college and realized that the, if you want to study sciences, you have to have a, uh, a, a problem set in every single class due once a week. And if you wanted to be in the humanities or English, you had two papers due over the course of the semester. Done and, and uh, done. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you guys? I want to be an actress. Yeah. Well, you're living so, the dream. Yeah. Uh, it's not how I saw it going for me. <laughs> I also wanted to be a, a, an emergency vet. Emergency wow. vet? Oh, just just for emergencies? No, I wanted to be a vet, but I wanted to be a vet on the Animal Planet show Emergency Vets. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I wanted to be a chef for a second, but specifically so I could be on Top Chef. That, so either way, I wanted to be on TV. Yeah. So you just want to be on TV. You yeah, don't care how. All cycling back yeah. to yeah, yeah, actress. And I was going to get into politics for a second. But, but you'd like, be on TV. Be on TV. <laughs> yeah, TV, yeah. <laughs> so... Steve, I can't even imagine what you were like as a boy, even though you had a very cute photo that we posted on Twitter of you. I really admired my father, and he was a teacher. He was a professor, and I thought, also, my mother was a teacher, too, so I kind of wanted to be a teacher. Oh. And then my dad sat me down, and he said, don't be a teacher. Do anything else. So I showed him. Living the dream. You're living mm -hmm. your dad's dream. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be a low-level technical writer at a SaaS company in Glendale. So it worked out for me. Wow. Yeah. What's SaaS? Software as a service. It's huh. yeah, basically cloud cloud-based stuff. Yeah. So I'm I'm killing exciting. it. Exciting. I'm killing it. I was like, uh -huh. oh, why am I stuck as a stupid fucking actor? I really need, like, I was waiting for SaaS to develop into a, a burgeoning business, and now I'm I'm killing it. Uh, no, I, I had no idea what I wanted to be. I just, I just like, you know, as an ADD fencing kid, had to be involved. Uh, no, as an ADD kid, like everything was just like just like following everything that was like bright and shiny and shaking, you know, whatever keys, John's keys jingling in front of me, like ah, I'll go there. And then fencing just happened to be something I was good at and mm. not necessarily something I loved or like from some sort of, uh, only because I was good at it. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It, I, I, don't, I don't know how these things work out, but kind of did maybe. I don't know. Um, Guys, the Grammys were announced. Grammy oh, nomination. Oh. So Talk exciting. Talk about the snub. Oh, that, oh, wait, 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 wait. That's what I wanted to to be as a kid i wanted to be a grammy nominee <laughs> how'd i do how'd i do well there's still you're, time you're doing about as good as the weekend oh we need you, more listeners why are you so pro weekend it's a good really good record okay. it's a great record he'd got the shit snubbed out of him he's been on billboard top 10 for it's just you know, I, I don't I don't I don't care about how many units he's pushed it's like a really listenable great record amazing production super poppy and listenable like i looked at the other ones and i'm like what the fuck what why is beck still getting grammys he's like a thousand years old he puts the same album out every three years and they're like scientology 
I mean, and I've listened to it I'm like, yeah, it's good. It's a back album. He's got like 10 of them in the freezer. And every three years he defrosts it and goes, look, it's back. And you're like, cool. I'll listen to it in my Volvo. But but I don't think he's been relevant in the past 10 years, you know? Yeah. Like the weekend is the shit. Like, and his fucking branding on this album with the blood and the thing over the bandage over his nose. And he's on, and, and like all like the red suit and the gloves, like it's all beautifully packaged and put together. I'm so into it. And yeah, like fuck, fuck the Grammys. <laughs> okay. But you did bring it up. Them. Just so. We, um, well, I was, I we was trying it? to help you out of your malaise. It's nice. I don't know. I mean, isn't the, aren't the Grammys just, just for Americans and you know, no Canadian. The weekend's American. Oh, he's Canadian. Oh, whoops. Which is basically America light. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Canadians. Yeah, so don't they have wow. just us. the Grammys A up there for him to to win? Rush or uh, uh, Triumph win every year in the Canadian Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I thought of another Canadian band from that era. Not only that, another Canadian trio, <laughs> a crappy trio <laughs> from Canada. They were just cranking them out of the seventies and the eighties. Jeez. Oh, Hey, should we go play hockey? No, let's start a crappy trio. So, Cassandra, give us an the update final about countdown. Um, <laughs> that's Europe, right? Is that no? Tri- no. A, a, yeah, the final countdown is Europe. What? No, I'm pretty sure it's Triumph. Mm. Okay. They um, may have a song called "The Final Countdown," but that's you're doing the Europe. Um, so Cassandra, like, give us a, 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 a little update. I know that you've been super busy, huh? uh, with the, the next installment of, uh, Buzzsaw. Whatever. X. What do you, do you have a title? What, when is it coming? Cassandra, I'm waiting. I got nothing else going on. Buzzsaw three. Um, what now? Hollywood sunrise, I believe is what you called it, John. Did I? All right. Cool. Uh huh. Um, right. No, it follows a it it's a follows a story of um. Re Jimmy Jimmy and... Ricky and Re. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, um, album of the year. Coldplay. Did anyone even know Coldplay put an album out this year? Come on. Coldplay did. Ugh. I mean, I like Chaim. When so Paltrow didn't even know. I know. She's so, not married. They're not even married. Wild. Well, she gets more checks when they put albums out. Isn't. Oh, sorry. What now, who? What happened? You just froze for a second. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh yeah, that's gross. She's with the Coldplay guy. Yeah. Oh. Did she quit acting? I think everybody did for the past eight months, except for Zendaya. <laughs> I think she's still acting. They're starting to do movie premieres again, which is kind of weird. Yeah, mm. but they do them in drive-in movie theaters, right? I don't know. I just like I feel like they've been doing red carpets again. Oh wait, when when did your nah, movie come out? Red carpets, Cassandra. Well, I saw like I, on Allison Bree's Instagram, she's all dressed up constantly for all these fucking premieres, and there's now like an out like a film festival. Um, I want to say Huntington Beach or like someone random like Orange County ass like film festival is going to do it in person next month. Mm. Um, Cassandra, when's your movie coming out? Violet. I don't know. 
it was supposed to come out at South by and it South by got canceled. So I don't, I don't know. And you haven't seen it yet. Mm. Mm. Right. Oh, she froze in such a cute little, like, I know. Oh, she's thinking. Now let her think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Am I still frozen? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No one can hear this. So I was uh, listening. <laughs> the internet's been horrible. This podcast. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? I I was listening to a podcast that was about uh, self deception, and the no, you weren't. Uh, oh God! These researchers were trying to figure out how to measure self deception, and then they basically came up with an inventory of questions of like. Um, you know, do you smell your own farts? And do you ever oh, yeah. dream about like uh, raping someone? Or do you ever? Mm. And uh, have you ever thought about killing yourself to to spite somebody who wronged you? And mm. basically, these are questions that they posited that most people have thought of, but the people who are self deceivers would say, "Oh no, I've never, I've never smelled my own farts." You know. Um, and they, that's how they, uh, distinguish those two things, which I thought was really interesting. But then and other researchers were saying they use that inventory to, to sort of, uh, examine, to separate like the, the differences between self-deceivers and regular people. So this one, I think she was at Colgate. She, she was on the swim team there and she wanted to figure out like how swimmers who basically like train the same amount, they've got the same physiques or whatever, like how, why are some so much better than others? And she basically found that people who denied smelling their own farts are performed better because they would self-deceive themselves into being like, I'm the best person uh, around um and um have does that make sense does, that explanation does that like do you see the how that might happen i mean there, there's been a lot of research about this but so uh, what if you're if you're like no i don't smell my own fucking farts you're basically like saying like i have an image to maintain and i'll do anything to maintain it or Basically, including winning a swimming race. Yeah, basically, there's what they're saying is like if you lie to yourself, you will. N- you're not lying to yourself, though. You're lying to the person who asked the question. No, no, but they they are in a way are they're lying to themselves because they they're saying like, oh no, I don't smell my own farts, and they they sort of filter that. Uh, I mean, there were other questions that they asked, but um, you know, it's it's sort of a, a form of what the like of narcissism like it's kind of like how um like cyclists like cyclists they all train the same amount but like yet like there are some that are are better than others and stand above and these are people who just talk themselves into like they get rid of any self-doubt any sort of like like it's it's a sort of uh kind of a form of narcissism um and i guess at worst you can be self self-deceptive and say like oh i did i won the election i won the election in in the face of all the facts but then there are people who just like who it becomes a, a way of persevering um do you guys see, 
see that any of that in yourself or does that even make sense? Am I explaining it well? I, I don't think so. I don't know. I think I'm pretty fucking dope and I also admit the my bad qualities. Right, right. But maybe I'd be more successful if I didn't. Well, I think creatives, especially actors, are deeply in tune and aware of themselves where this sounds like an academic world that they're studying and professionals and you know they're people that's just like how, how in corporate culture they just use like fucking weird language like they're, they're i don't know i pivoted real quick in my thought there and i had nothing to stand on so well, i'm just gonna go quiet here no, there's no, no, nothing no. academic about me i understand that. um there was a guy I, I who i was friends with when i was a teenager and he became like uh, John looks like he's having an acid flashback. He's like, does everybody hear the doors? I hear the doors riders in the storm. It's 1977. I just took four hits of window plane blotter acid. But he would I'm, go, I'm going to see Aerosmith at the uh, Hull Manning Bowl. On this one. Uh, and to this house we're born. Uh, I think uh, to answer your question, Marty, I, I think that there is a um, a level of self-deception and a level of sort of what what uh, I, 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 in my experience, like the CEOs and the bosses that I've worked for have all kind of been full of shit and believe their own shit. And they would not admit that they were wrong uh, to save a life or to save their own life. So there's so I think there's something to it. I have this theory that sociopaths end up being in charge of hierarchies and uh, everyone else learns to cooperate. It's a sort of a a, a, um, um, a mystery in evolution as to why humans cooperate when not cooperating and, and not helping other people actually gets you to the top faster. And I think that's because there's only one person at the top and they get as late as they want to be, but everybody else has to survive by cooperating right and that requires a little bit of uh understanding of your own limitations and if you don't understand your own limitations and you step over other people and are really cruel in a lot of societies that'll you get you somewhere yeah you win like uh yeah so, i mean there's a a thin line between like the um the theranos you know elizabeth what's her name um you know uh mitchell no um <laughs> You could have just said, sure. No. You know what you're talking about. Yeah. No one knows. Uh, the but name. the Theranos lady and the WeWork guy who lost, you know, billions of dollars and like, uh, y y like whatever, Jack um, from Twitter and, and uh, Mark Zuckerberg, like they're, they're both like these, like they're all these like sort of personalities who like sort of proclaim things and they go in with so much confidence and yeah, like WeWork just it wasn't as great an idea as he thought it was, but he's got convinced enough people to go along with it. And then Elizabeth, he convinced the guy from uh, from SoftBank. Yeah, yeah. And in, in on a, on, a, on literally on a napkin, and the guy gave him two billion dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then uh, Elizabeth Holmes, she uh, she did similar things with other people, but like if her vision had worked out like ten percent you know, she would still be in business, you know, but well, if she, but she was a complete liar. I mean, the, the other people are like, there's, there's a, there's a large percentage of CEOs 
are could are psychopaths. I mean, and they're not killers, but right. they are, you know, clinically they're psychopaths. I would not be surprised if my old boss was a psychopath. He certainly didn't give a f about any other human beings and only cared that he won every interaction. Didn't right. matter if the information was getting to the right people or business was being done as long as he won. And it was clear that he was in charge. I mean, he said things that were like, seriously, you're a grown up and you just like he pull out his business card and you say, it says right here, CEO. That means when I say jump, you say how high whenever anybody disagreed with him about anything, which is like, OK, well, that's weird. This was working at, at Burger King when you were in high school. No, no, this is more recent for a company that went under because he was a psychopath. Oh, you're working at In-N-Out. Yeah, it was In-N-Out. That's not going under anytime soon. Uh, Love it. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know. It's just... I, well, I, I would like. So what's your point? Like, are you trying to alter your beta-ness and be more well, alpha? Do you think and you be... can? No, I, I don't think it's alpha or beta. It's, it's, it's can you... Can you learn to self be self deceptive and and uh, yes, you can. How? Teach me. Uh, I so I had a pitch today and I was getting ready for it in the early afternoon. And I, what happened? I'm usually elsewhere, so like I'm at home and my wife is watching me, and I just walk around nervous. I'm like, this is the fucking stupidest idea. You're a fucking piece of garbage. Look at you. Look at your fucking. You're gross. No one likes you. you. Know, like, that, that's it, it your just, wife talking to you. Yeah, she's. Yeah. That's her clearing her throat. She's like, <clears throat> "Sorry, <laughs> fucking human, festering pile of fetid, white hillbilly trash." So, I, and I'm just like, "Ugh, I don't." And, and there's always a moment right before a pitch where I'm like, "I'm gonna cancel." Like, I, I'm not ready. I'm not. Ready. And then I just get fucking jacked out of my mind on coke. No, no, I'm sorry. Um, I drink some green tea. <laughs> I drink some green tea and I just, you know, push all of my insecurities down and go, all right, you can, you can be somebody else for 30 minutes. And I was, and I was like, wow, look at me talking about this thing. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. And they're doing, Oh, I gotta write that down. Like, okay. And it's like, it's a pantomime. It's just like a, a shell you put yourself into and go on to shore. And then you run back to your ocean of insecurity. Yeah, but I think real successful people like I think our president is has that he just does he he knows he's a fucking moron. He's failed at it, but he like can be in that shell 24 hours a day. Maybe as he jerks off, there's a moment where he's like, God, I'm fucking stupid and gross and fat. and Nobody really likes me. And then he wakes up the next day and he's, you know, a sociopath. But I could do it for about 30 minutes. Yeah. do Like when you're psyching yourself up, how do you? move yourself into that that mental space where you have confidence it's literally like fuck it's three o'clock i gotta click this thing I, i'm out of options but I, I run through them like i should cancel i have uh i just got uh a venereal disease i can't i can't make it but <laughs> i i, I, and I just, like every time i'm like should i just cancel should i just cancel i should i should cancel yeah. and then I, I just realized, like, well, this is what you fucking chose. You could have stayed at Burger King with John. You'd be an assistant manager by now, at least in charge of the fries. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like, this is what you do. This is your job. This is how you make money. And here we go. Three, two, one. And then the caffeine really helps, too. Yeah. 
but I guess there's some people who just it's really easy for them to do that, you know, because I can talk yeah, myself out of anything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because, Andrew, are you what where do you fi- fall on that spectrum? I um, I'm pretty good. At, uh, <laughs> of course. At, like interviews and yeah. um, conversations. Uh, people tend to like me. Um, trashy trash. Well, yeah. You know, so I mean, I get nervous for sure, but then that those nerves get kind of tamped down of being like, I always think to myself, like, what's the worst that they're going to do? Are they going to point, pull a gun out and point it at your fucking face and shoot your head off? Like, no, like, just go in, do you, you have a lot to offer anyone and uh, you're going to be great in there, kid. I mean, so when, um, I, when I was a fencer, I, there was a guy who was he was good but he wasn't like i I mean he just never impressed me as being exceptional at any one thing but like the year that he became national champion like he just would spend hours just watching videotapes of himself (laughs) like not even training and uh i mean he he did train a bunch but but it was just like the weirdest thing. And I think that for, for him, he just like always believed he was going to win. And he always believed that he was the best. And I never, ever felt that. So Was he good? Was he the best? Uh, he was he national champion. Uh, you know, uh, that year I was eighth or something or fourth or I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If you, if you believe it, they'll, we'll believe it. Yeah, I, I always think that's why the secret is a thing, right? If yeah, well, if you don't believe it, if you don't believe you can do it, then you won't do it, and you can't do it. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah, and um, like, I feel like that kind of stuff is, unless you can ditch it, people can read it, and people can feel it. Yeah, yeah, they smell fear. So, they smell insecurity. Yeah. Um. So I just don't have any any insecurities. This uh, this password. <laughs> oh, oh boy! Oh my God! It just took a turn. All right, we're, we're opening up the phone lines. We need hugs desperately. I always just think, you know, at least I can suck my own dick, and then I realize, oh my God, I can't. Shit! That was a. Dream. I can always go home to my my uh, small Adobe uh, home down in West Adams, and I can hang out with my son. Oh, oh, he's gone. Why would you he's do that, having, Steve? Or, he's orging in, in Skansas City. Mm-hmm. In Skansas City? He's orging, try and say that 10 times fast, in Kansas City. Which one, Missouri orging or Kansas? Orging in Kansas City. So, Missouri. Oh, that's where they're, my dad's from. They're the, they're the, I mean, Kansas City, Kansas is right next to Kansas. It's the same place. Yeah, I don't get it. So, it's just across the river. It's just a suburb. It's just the. It's like East Kansas City. I don't. It doesn't make any sense. Why don't they just make it one in one? Like pick a state and then just put it all in that state, and that's how most cities are. Yeah, I it'll be like know. half of Los Angeles is Arizona. Like what? Ew. Yeah, Arizona. <laughs> that's where you're, that's where you're <laughs> gonna buy, sweetheart. Oh, oh she's over on the Arizona yeah. side. <laughs> Did you say that's where I'm gonna buy? Yeah, yeah. She's he's just mean, just no. so mean. Hey, 
Oh, Guess she froze. <laughs> oh, my God. That was sad. Hey. Uh, oh, if we had still frames of all her freezes, like, we would uh, have so many great. It sounds like I'm getting frozen in, like, the most delightful. Part. I know. You'd have such a great portfolio. I know. Um, See? That raw confidence based in nothing. Mm. I, I, I suspect it's when your, your expression changes. It's too much for the, the camera. It just freezes you. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. This Past week, Ernest Klein's sequel to Ready Player One came out, and I think Ready Player Two. Yeah, he copied us basically. Um, Ready Player Two, Luigi. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Good one. Good one. That's why you're the funny one. Uh Uh, Um, yeah. Did you guys? uh, Are you guys interested in it? No. No. Anything? Heard it's thanks. I. It's listen. Ready Player One was written specifically pandering to my generation. It was just like, here, here's the stuff that you grew up with. Yeah, here's and, 300 pages of, of pop culture references to Atari and yeah. know, Tab or whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, 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 I read it. I read it and I felt dirty the entire time, but I finished it. Yeah. Hey, loser, you played Zork. Come on, yeah, read. Yeah. Read. Fuck you. Um, Ready Player <laughs> Two feels even more pandery in in a, in a way, and but I'm going to give away the premise or, or the the basic start of it. Uh, and there's a, a oh, well now it's not really good if if Steve goes away while I'm explaining. You know, it. Steve's gone. Just but, keep talking, buddy. But there's a suit uh, basically that. Oh, jeez. Um, all right, I'm gonna. I'll be back. I'll be back in a second. Okay, um, I'll just hold down the fort. So, uh, uh, those out of you out there in uh, in podcast land, uh, everyone else has left, including Marty. Marty was about to tell us the premise of Ready Player Two, and Steve left, and Cassandra left, and then Marty left. So, it's left to me to keep this podcast going. So, let me tell you what I think about. St- oh. Steve's back. Marty, I just want to let you know, I went to the bathroom and took a pee and I farted and I just sucked up the smell into my, my, my big old smell holes. You are you are honest with yourself to a fault. Yeah. And you're honest with us to a fault. To a fault. Yeah. How did it smell? How would you describe the smell of your own fart? Just kind of musty. I'm on musty? this like... Musty? Musty? Yeah, to go to the doctor. I really something's this like eating healthy for a couple of weeks and no drinking. It, it's oh, it, that's my, what it my, is. my poops are weird and I'm fart. I never fart and it's like I'm farting. So deception. I'm eating a lot of hard boiled eggs because that's all you can eat on this thing. The, what is thing? it? It's uh, it's, it's with the cool wife spinning. Oh yeah, no, it's Marty. You know, it's a uh, lacy the spin. Yeah. The spin teacher that she is going to leave me for. Um, she's got like some. She is, she's one, if one, you want to listen to 100... an interview with Lacey, listen to Lance Mountain oh, yeah, she, podcast. Yeah, she interviews her in her podcast. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think there's a lot of big crossover in our two podcasts. No, probably not. Uh, it's just like a eat healthy and no drinky thingy for two weeks and work out and shit. So uh, in Ready Player Two, they have a suit you know basically he's got this headset thing and in the new thing there's a headset thing that uh connects to your brain and basically uh, c- 
connects all your senses to the, the AI, and it doesn't make any sense oh. at all. But is that like so? Basically, like it, it changes the world because then people in like third world countries they can eat gruel, but then they can go into the into the whatever the oasis and eat uh, foie gras and caviar, and it's the exact same experience. They can go skiing in the Alps. They can whatever do surfing you can suck your own dick you even your own though dick. you're sucking someone else's dick yeah but like i don't love foie gras mm, i don't like caviar okay <sighs> like, i would take foie gras over caviar for sure i would too day. but i just think foie gras i'm like okay like it's just i've tried i've tried to like it i've tried to be that person like to like really like go hard for this super super cruel thing and i'm like i don't like how it tastes no it's not it's not well good. you can have it not cruel like the in spain they don't force feed them they just harvest them in the spring when they gorge so well there's a guy who who does it in a really crazy way but uh, where but yeah, like the commercial way is like, well, uncool. no, but the commercial way, if, if you've ever seen videos of it, like once they bring out that feeding thing, all the geese come running up and say, shove that thing down my throat. <laughs> and I mean, it's crazy. They just wait in line to get like fed this stuff because yeah, they're uh, fucking stupid. Fuck them. Yeah. So it's like crazy because they <laughs> actually live. They don't live like having a chicken from any fast food place is far worse where they cut off their beaks and they're like, don't see any light and they're stuck in this, you know, whatever airless cage and just po pecking each other. And whatever. what about fast food foie gras though? Well, I can't wait. John, you want to yeah. weigh in on that since you work at McDonald's? Uh, <laughs> uh, can I have another cashier help me? Can I not have this gentleman? Oh. You know oh, what? That's nice. They hired him even though he's old. <laughs> he's just a greeter. Is something to do? He's a greeter. Have, yeah, it's Wednesday. It's the McRib. The McRib comes back tomorrow for whatever reason. Um, Is that true? Yeah. Never had a that, McRib. Maybe I'll try one. Oh, my God. Just looking at it. It's just a, a pile of gristle. It's so gross. Oh, wait. wait I have had one. It's really bad. Yeah, it's, I, I think I had one once because it was like, oh, the McRib is back. So I, I got it and I was like, oh, oh, this is, ah, it's just like slime. It's slime. It's okay. slime. All right, so, let me ask you a quick but, question before I forget. Now, John, you're from New England and you're. Oh, that's true. I am. Not that it's ever been mentioned before. No. You, yeah. And so it, you'll tell me if this is a New England thing or a 80s thing or I'm just out of my mind. Did McDonald's have a seasonal shamrock shake? They yes, still do. of course they did. They still yeah. do. Okay. I, I don't, I haven't been in McDonald's in 20 years. I don't. I, I I just remember loving them. Really? Is eggnog like the same as a McRib in the sense of it only comes around every once in a while and it fucking sucks? No, people yes. go crazy over McRibs. I've never had one. People I, go crazy over eggnog too. Yes. If mm. eggnog was really good, it would be available all year round. That's what eggnog I'm is fucking disgusting. saying. Yes. I had this conversation nay argument with Winston who is dating Erica from Trash Strategy Podcast and he loves eggnog and I said that's it's the McRib of drinks like it sucks it's gross so what so what happens at the end of a year that they've got too many eggs and they haven't sold them like, like, like 
you know, I was like, no one said, oh, let's put out this seasonal thing. This is capitalism. They have to make money or, is, uh, you know, eggnog oh, we, made with eggs. Yeah. I know that seems like a dumb yeah. question. Yeah, it is. That's it's in the name. I know, yeah, but egg, 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 and egg, egg cream don't have any, yeah. any eggs or cream in it. Egg yeah. cream is some sort of Jew conspiracy. My mom loved them. And I'm like, yeah, okay. It's chocolate egg cream. Like it's, it's seltzer water and a bromo tablet. Like, wait, that's, that's neither chocolate nor egg. It's x lax. <laughs> I think the eggnog is only popular, I guess, because you can put alcohol in it, but you can put alcohol in anything. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's got to be some like larger. We always have a surplus of eggs in Deep early fried December. Eggnog is the best holiday treat you could ever have. Deep fried eggnog? Well, just like, you know, they always say, yeah, you can deep fry anything. You can put alcohol in anything. So you put them together, everything tastes great. Oh, that sounds so fucking gross. I'll make it for you. Okay. <laughs> that vegan eggnog or whatever made with soy milk or almond milk, it's, it's actually much better. Oh, shut that I believe. Fuck up. Shut up. Uh, Isn't eggnog with, is it? Whole milk? No, it's like cream, egg, yeah, milk, whole milk, yeah. one pint of whole milk, one oh, cup it's of heavy cream. Uh, Martha Stewart's recipe is nutmeg, sugar, cream. yeah, yeah, and just yolks. Like, no, you don't need the whites. Yeah. Just, just the yolks. Yeah, that's it's sugar. Like, it's like uncooked custard, basically, uh, with Whoa. with booze. Yeah, in that's it. nope. That's a hard pass. I'm it tastes just dog. like my own cum, except without the salt. I mean, it's kind of like roast turkey. Who has roast turkey any time but uh, Thanksgiving? Like, that's just not a thing. But it's like weird. Big weird, turkey man. made this one day. And yeah. Yeah. They suffered yeah. this year. But Do they have turkeys in Mexico? No, they don't. Oh. They yeah, have pavos. Yeah, they... What? Okay. Pavos. Pavo is turkey in Spanish. Oh. Uh, yeah, I make turkey tacos all the time. And I'm like, this is delicious. How come there's no turkey tacos? Yeah, no, if you, you if you take a turkey leg and you cook it like uh like you would um carnitas, it's it's fantastic. It's fucking delicious. Yeah. But I, I've never been to a stand or anything where they make turkey tacos. Like, why not? Why just chicken? Oh no, there was there was a Mexican restaurant down the street from me that used to serve oh. turkey, but they closed and but their turkey was awesome. It was so good. Oh cool. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Closed. Uh, uh, so womp womp. Yeah. So anyhow, yeah uh, uh, Ready Player Two, not that good. Um but I'm still reading it and it's just yeah. Can't wait for the movie though. I love the first one. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, that is Spielberg's worst movie. That is so it's so fucking bad. Yeah. They took and and they then they just changed the book to, it was, to not it, so it didn't make any sense. It was a head scratcher and it was fucking not exciting at all. It was like mm, okay, no, it was it was yeah, it was the Deus Ex Machina is standing right here. If you could just figure it out, he'll tell you what the deal is. Oh, he's eventually going to tell you what the deal is. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, but wasn't the girl in the book like there was something wrong with her? And in the movie, they just gave her like yeah, they a put a mark on her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she was dis- disfigured or something, right? And he was like an overweight kid, and, and yeah, they're they like totally, no, not not no, in a movie. No, pretty and pretty with a little bit of eyeshadow. Mm. Yeah, um, I don't like it. No, 
Nope. And then it goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning, but the difference between um, hillbilly elegy, like you're just, it's, it's a fairy tale on the other extreme, you know, everything is perfect or everything is just, uh, just as like Cinderella being bossed around by the, the stepsisters. Um, yeah. Like I, I was watching it going, why does, why are they even alive? Why do they just all jump off cliffs like lemmings? Like, right. Right. It's just fucking misery. It's joyless. It's joyless. And that's the thing. Like, that's one thing I, I love about uh, the pianist with, uh, and I, I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but with Roman Polanski, like they're waiting in line to be taken out f like to who knows where to these concentration camps. And they have one piece of candy and they break it up and they, like enjoy it like it's like the weirdest it's like so but it it says something about the human spirit that we naturally are always looking for ways to escape and to have just any type of joy but, you know and we don't wallow that that is not the human condition no we enjoy ourselves we try to yeah like that's our natural inclination um Guess There's what? a Bruce Willis movie on Netflix called Hard Kill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like a long series of movies he's made with the same director and same production company. And I think he works like no more than two days. I did like a deep Reddit search on this because it was like a crew guy like, oh, yeah, I, wor I worked on the movie. He showed up 30 minutes late. He was there for two days. And like anytime there's a reverse angle and you see the back of his head it's somebody else anytime there's a wide shot bruce willis character never like turns his he turns his head so you can't see him they got this and, like guy in bulgaria where they shot it probably with who's bald and like you're bruce willis for all the reverses you know i think it was worse in bulgaria i think they shot it in like ohio why not just do all your stuff because they have two days with him like he's just like you have two days and, oh. and I was noticing a scene because this is what the guy said, like, oh, they never cut to the other side of his ear. It's like, yeah, he's got an earpiece in and they're just he doesn't read the script. He's like, where am I? Where do I stand? And he's just and he's giving the 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 least amount of energy I've ever seen an actor. Like, I'm, I'm like, I don't even think this is technically acting. He's just like, give me my daughter back. I need I love her. Like, he's just saying the words like he took a bar of Xanax and is like, prop me up and move my mouth with a chopstick. And I'll loop it later. And it just made, like, I was watching this video about it. And then I watched the movie. And I'm just like, oh, God. It made me so depressed. Like, doesn't he have enough money? I guess he doesn't. I don't know. Like, why would, like, he doesn't, he does not want to be there. He's not doing any. And every, all the actors around him are, like, trying. And, you know, it's like some actors. Probably so killer. fucking stoked that they got cast in a movie with Bruce Willis. Just to I know, be but, but severely disappointed. You know, he's just like, you got to give me my daughter back. She's all I, all I have. Like, like, like that's the it's level like, of say acting. it one more time. That's that's all I have. Yeah, and I'm just like, it sucks. It's it's sad to see someone who was like the epitome of an action movie star at one point, and like, I I, I just don't get it. Like, go produce or just like don't be on camera. You're if you don't want to act, it's sad. And then it ended up on. Netflix and I think people are hate watching it like me which made me it? even sadder you, you did you finish it no it was it's, unwa it's unwatchable wow 
All right. But yeah, it just made me sad. Like, oh, this he's going to die soon. And his legacy is going to be like 12 movies that no one has ever heard of that are at red boxes in. No, his legacy will. He's got he's in one of the a classic Christmas movie. That's immortality. I guess. But it's just it's like he's in love, actually. (laughs) Yeah, he's in love, actually. Yeah, uh, it's a brief cameo. Yes. Um, yeah, no. he just looks old and he just like he's slurring his words and people are just like, I think he's drunk. And I'm like, I just think he doesn't care. I don't know. It's it's just it's sad. It's okay, well, sad. why don't we give people something that we all should watch? Like maybe we should watch Truth Seekers with Nick Frost's show on uh, Amazon or do you guys? The Undoing. The Undoing. Uh, did you have you been watching that? No, you know what I have to watch. Okay, so there's Big Sky. Okay, Kevin Costner mm-hmm. is that? No, nope. no, it's David, like David, David Kelly. Kelly on for ABC. Ryan Felipe. Uh, uh. I watched the pilot of this shit. Boo! Everyone's obsessed with it. Everyone's like, "Oh okay. my god, the twist, the twist!" I'm like, "This show fucking blows." So I'm gonna watch the second episode probably okay, tonight. I mean, I'm in for a couple seasons. So. <laughs> getting back to what i said what like so we should watch that and we can talk about it no. please oh my god do, is that what you want to do or do you want to watch something fun what's fun what oh you know fun? you know what happened this week Holiday. i found i found out that my wife has never seen gremlins oh and we watched it and it was just pure i haven't seen it since i was a kid it's pure fucking joy i loved it is it really yeah it it's really holds very, it's a, it's a I, christmas movie it's very violent i haven't seen and it's it, I I saw it when I was a kid, kid, and then I'm watching it. And I'm like, it's kind of like I'm kind of rooting for the Gremlins. Like they're they're kind of just nihilist punk rock. Like yeah, they don't have a plan. Especially there's a guy like flashing her, and he's gonna do it. It's just like they're just assholes. And then I looked up the director, Joe Dante, and mm-hmm. uh, he Speaking was an uncredited director of Rock and Roll High School, which is the the Ramones movie. And I'm like, oh yeah, like there's some there's something cooler than the average. 80s kind of big studio movie going on in it and I, I i yeah i definitely saw it when it came out i was like the last time there's all these plot lines that they're like eh fuck it get the puppets out here let's no one needs to see judge reinhold again he's in like one scene and then eh, don't, don't worry no one cares and there's like no real love story between the two characters it's just sort of like eh, people want to see gremlins and microwaves explode i don't <laughs> what are we trying to say here oh well he likes her but she likes it like okay let's it, it just like leans into the fun of it mm-hmm. and when all the gremlins are they're seeing the snow the, the snow white and the seven dwarves at the movie theater <laughs> and they're all crazy they love it i was just just it was pure joy have you seen gremlins i think too the new batch i watched it next night i'd never seen it and like the one funny thing, like the whole uh, uh, President Lincoln's birthday thing, that was hilarious. Yeah. That, that was great. No, uh, no one knows what we're talking about. Yeah, but everyone, no, the nerds know. And it's, but you it's know what I did really notice? Good. That in the first Gremlin and even the second one, the racist caricature of the a- elderly Asian man. Key Luke. Key Luke, who has Gizmodo the, the, that becomes G- the Gizmo? Gremlin. Now, Giz- Gizmodo is a tech uh, blog. A blog I read. Uh, he says the word hiya in it. 
Yeah, but that's yeah. It, I don't think it was a racist portrayal necessarily. It was it was quaint, but it wasn't. There racist. is a moment, racist. very first movie, when the when the American guy comes in and he says something like something something dragon, and they have the sound effect of a gong, and I was like, oh. But he says hi yeah. I was like, oh, I thought it was just the YouTube kid who said hi yeah. No one knows. Maybe he took it right. from there. Uh, yeah, no, my my grandmother would say that. You know? Oh, I love it. That's great. Yeah, I mean, it's oh, yeah. yeah. When? When what she, she was after she saw that YouTube guy. <laughs> Is your grandmother a YouTuber? Yeah, no, she was trying. She she got seven followers. Um, <laughs> but no, it's but a, yeah, it's a really good movie. Gremlins again. And I mean, honestly, the the portrayal of that, I mean, it was a very quaint thing, but it was not, I don't think it was racist. Uh, it was a little bit um, antiquated, but it's different from like 16 Candles, which was, that was definitely racist. Um, there's, there's a fine line. Uh, Chris Columbus wrote Gremlins. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's super fun. It's just yeah. like a, a, a total smile the entire movie nothing oh and Flo is in it from uh mel's whatever that alice that show alice. from the 70s yeah that that phoebe that woman cates can fucking is, act phoebe cates is that is her name no i don't know her. she's some old theater actress lady but she's good yeah polly holiday polly holiday yeah um yeah no and actually i love um a lot of joe dante's stuff he's done some great stuff over the years um yeah. He's directing the next straight to video uh, Bruce Willis movie called uh, Kill Kill Hard Kill Buzzsaw 3. Wait, Cassandra, have you been writing on the site for Joe Dante? It's a vertical <laughs> entertainment That's why I'm so busy. I'm so sorry. Bruce Willis How was two days dare you? I a script where he doesn't have to stand up or talk or be alive. Yeah, the whole script I'm writing, Bruce Willis's character is in a chair. So, All right. oh. yeah, and reading off a menu where his lines are written. Yeah, Joe Dante got uh, started in that whole Roger Corman world, and I think he's working on a Roger Corman film as as well right now. But yeah, he directed the the original Piranha and the Howling. Yeah, he's a talented dude. I saw him the night before in a documentary that popped up in Hulu that I'd heard about it before. Like someone had written an article, like this is a great documentary. It's called Skin. And it's the, it's the history of nudity in film. And I went, all right, let's go. <laughs> and I, I made it. And I was sitting there with my wife. And about 10 minutes in, I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck are we? What is this? Mm. It was the, they had licensed every fucking boob and dick in any Hollywood movie. And I was bored out of my fucking mind. It was so badly done. It was weird interview. One of the guy being interviewed, he had a mug of coffee. Like, he's just like, we're making a fucking film here, dude. Put your coffee. Like, it was the fucking worst thing I've ever seen. And I was like, you have everyone's boobs. Yeah, I have Sharon Stone's clam. I got Jamie Lee Curtis's taters. I got dick after dick. All these dick scenes that I'm like, oh, I need to see this Oliver Reed movie where he's nude wrestling with another guy. I don't remember what it was the called. Women. But yeah, like, Ken fuck. Film. <clears throat> fuck, dude. You have all that nudity. And you couldn't make it exciting. And Joe Dante was in it because I guess he's d- done Corman movies with yeah. their, they always boobs and shit. 
Yeah, he did the howling with uh, D. Wallace Stone. Um, yeah, he's done some great stuff. I'm a big fan. Uh, cool. Okay, so we're we're but we're you still Cassandra want us to watch Big Sky? That's what we're you're you're doing to us. Yeah, I'll watch. I it. mean, yeah, it's an ABC show. I mean, how often do we watch network television? I, ne- I, I, won't, I haven't watched network television in like seventeen years. I heard it offends Native Americans, so that that. Oh, that then I'm in. I, I, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, and I think that we should watch it. All right, uh, if you guys have. Well, Ryan Felipe. Hmm? Who else stars in it? Uh, some guy whose face I recognized. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. He's good. He's really, really good. Ryan Philippi. Yeah. Where did your confidence come from? I don't know. John, can you hear me? Where does it come from? Oh, oh shit. She can. Sorry. I back channeled to John. Hey. Nope. <laughs> uh, John. Guess what? I've. What? I. Started dating someone. What? Yeah. Where'd you meet this person? On the fucking dating apps. And guess what his credit score is. 900? (laughs) No. Because do they get that high? No. 791. 790 something. Yeah. Wow. Elliot Page in a lot of movies. You know. Anyways, he's in his seventies, and I hope he died soon. <laughs> I'm currently giving him a dialysis at home. Yeah, through now. That's so sweet. Yeah, uh, wonderful. So that was a lot. Yeah, I did it. Wow, my credit still sucks, but no, no, just do what I do uh, did and and marry that person, and your Ugh. credit score will go. Pew. Is that how it works? That's how it works for me. You just inherit their credit score? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so in Big Sky, you've got a lot of uh, uh, sort of uh, famous adjacent. You've got Dee Dee Pfeiffer. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Um, who's, uh, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer's. Uh, sure. Yeah. Mary, Mary uh, David E. Kelly. Yeah. Um, really? Well, huh. not Dee Dee, but yeah. Yeah, that'd be weird. Um, and then you've got um, Jesse, who's Kylie Bunbury? Jesse That's James Keitel. Oh yeah, no. Um, Harvey Keitel's daughter. Uh, no, no. I think just offspring, um, non-binary. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. So there you go. Enjoy, enjoy, Big yeah. Sky. Watch the first three episodes. Come back, and we'll talk about it. Right. And Watch the first three episodes, please. John Carroll Lynch is in it, and I think he's awesome. He's great. You know, from uh, uh, you know him from um, the Drew Carey show, or he was also in um, Zodiac. That's the guy I think I recognize. Yeah, he's great. He's awesome. One of them faces. Yeah. Uh, all right. Do you guys have anything you want to plug as we sort of ease out of? Yes. Things? Yes, you know what the game is arriving in my hot little hands from the printers in a week, and I'm sending it out. You can go to youknowatthegame.com and order now, and I'll get it to you for Christmas. This is a game that is loved by Fascination Street guy, Steve Owens, and many other people. 
Yeah, Cassandra, I got like, my email today that says that mine's on the mine's gonna come now because I, yeah. you know, gave money to your thing. Excellent. So I'm looking at stamps.com right now trying to figure it out. Um, and uh, it <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just hand it to, you, to people in LA, save them because it costs two dollars to mail it. So I'm just gonna yeah. drive around LA, perfect. Um, but uh, yeah. Steve, it's very exciting, yeah, and uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have awesome. Paul Giamatti's gonna be on the show again uh, on next Thursday. We got a great show on Thursday, uh, uh, so free. check it out. Yeah, thanks for my invite. It hasn't come yet, Cassandra, but now that you're uh, gave me are, that sarcastic, uh, are we afraid that I'm gonna lose a fifth time in a row? Would it be five times? <sighs> Ouch! Wait, you've been on that many times? I think I've been on four times. Wow. I think you've been on it three times. I think you have to hold the record for the most times being on it and not winning. <laughs> but uh, maybe it's four times. So if you know what? Watch it. It's all it. about confidence. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah going with confidence and you will, will start the show. You will win in your own mind. Where do people go if they want to watch the show live and see Sir Paul Giamatti perform? It's uh, on, on YouTube slash, you know, at the game, I think, you or maybe it. you know it. <sighs> All you right. just look for it. Uh, you know it on uh, on YouTube, and you'll find it. Steve. Yes. Any, anything it? to plug? Oh, we're in the. Pl- I I was so mesmerized by John's Plugging. pitch there. I, he, he plugged so well. I thought he he just plugged me right out of the the live stream here. I I, I thought I was not not uh, not broadcasting. Uh, huh. We're. Uh, we're getting ready to do Subterra season two, and um, I'm avail. I'm currently in Zoom pitches, uh, boring network ladies. All right, well, tight. Yeah, join me. And next week okay. we should have something at the end of the show, right? Am I right? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> Cassandra. It's half written. What? Go on. My turn. Yeah. Um. Every Monday, a new episode of Trashy Trashy drops. Um, this last episode, we talked about um, some pretty spicy stuff that happened in Alaska, along with other trashy news stories. Uh, it's always a, a delight to do that with Erica. Um, so funny. Yeah. So funny. Erica's great. Oh, so oh we lost yeah. the stream. Anyhow. Uh, um, we okay. lost the stream. No, no, no. He, he, uh, Tyler thought I would. Tyler, <laughs> Jesus, you got me. What doing. the fuck is your problem? Uh, I, I just, you were fine. Anyways, listen to Trashy Trashy. Um, the right. Spotify starting to put out their like lists, like their wrap ups of the year, and um, I've had a couple people uh, send me that. Trashy Trashy was their most binged podcast on Spotify. So thank you. Yay. Thank you. Watch that. But that doesn't mean that we've had enough people. We need more. All right. Trashy Trashy on your. Do you feel like uh, that that this this show is going to just give you a whole bunch of listeners? Okay. I I don't like your tone, John. Okay. Jesus Christ! I was just—we we just had this long conversation about self-delusion. Yeah, so that's what—that's the be basis of to... this podcast. There's some crossover listeners, and of the listeners who don't listen to Trashy Trashy, I'm going to keep promoting it until they fucking do. Okay, uh, I, I didn't. I didn't. There's mean to... probably listeners on here who don't 
care for me. And I'm working on getting them to turn over as well. (laughs) To turn over in their graves. Uh, I want to plug Ready Player Two. Just kidding. Uh, Every fucking listener likes me. And I want to. I'm aware. uh, Mm. Sub Terra season two (laughs) because I've been written out and that's fine. I'm okay with it. You got written out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's it's cool. Who's replacing Marty? (sighs) Oh, you'll have to stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Like. So in, oh, yeah, he walked out into the meadow, and a giant boulder falls on him. No, the characters—he's uh, just gonna—he's—he put on his throat optics and go, "Ho ho! Look at me! <laughs> oh, I'm going on an adventure on the tube underneath the earth! Ho ho! Oh, that's a delight. Oh, let's go for a run. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, please email us at noonerpodcast at gmail Please let us if, if you want to hear that awesome. Dan Etheridge theme. We will try to get him on the phone. Um, I've been. Who? Uh, never, never mind. Don't worry about it. Um, but it would be great to have him uh, join in, even for a little bit, just to hear how he's doing during these trying times. Please, everybody, wear a mask. Uh, do your best to stay safe. And can I pose sane. a question to the listeners and to email in? We have a question we want to pose to you listeners uh, that please email in uh, your answer to this question. If you could buy a Christmas present for your biggest enemy, what would you get? If you could buy a Christmas present That's for your it. biggest enemy, what would it be? And it has to be something you can buy. It can't just be a turd. Yeah, no, it has to be like something like legit, like that you can buy. Like if it's like one of those like glitter boxes, or if it's just some shit on Amazon, whatever. What would you get your biggest enemy? All right, that's good. That's, that's what I want to know. That's a good question to go out. So hopefully, on. this podcast comes out before next Tuesday. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna post it as soon as we're done here. So. Uh, thank you guys oh. for listening. If you listen live, we miss you. Noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Tyson, thank you for... You finally got someone to watch Thugs of Hindustan. Uh, <laughs> you're, he fought the do, good fight. Do we need to tell I Sell Comics that we're gonna we're running long and that they should just stand by? Yeah, sure. Is that who... I don't we, know what that means. That's who comes on after us. and we're, we're, We've got we're the coveted pre-I Sell Comics spot? <laughs> no. And we will see you next Tuesday. Bye.